Welcome to Chasing Nichols with your host, Alan Schoenberger. Chasing Nichols is the podcast that helps business owners focus on actions that will have the greatest impact on their business. Now, here's your host, Alan Schoenberger. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Chasing Nichols. I'm your host, Alan Schoenberger. And today we're going to be discussing marketing strategy. In a prior podcast, I had talked about how oftentimes business owners, when it comes to marketing, will focus on the nitty gritty details, such as where should I place an advertisement? Uh, Should I be on social media? And which social media platforms should I be using? Should I be out there networking and joining networking groups to help promote my business? And all of those things definitely can be important and make up marketing. But often what happens is we do those individual activities almost in silos, and there may not be an overarching strategy to accompany them. And I've been guilty of this myself in the past as well. So today we're going to be talking about the first step in marketing, which is defining your marketing strategy. But before I do that, I just want to talk about what my definition of marketing strategy is. Marketing strategy simply is your overall plan for how you're going to reach your prospective customers, who those prospective customers are, and how you're going to turn them into customers that are going to buy your products or services. Okay, what are the first steps to creating a marketing strategy? And I would say the first step you need to take is to define what your product mix is going to be that you will offer your customers and prospective customers. And what I mean by that simply is what is the product or products or what is your service or services that you're going to be offering. And I would caution you if you plan on offering or already do offer more than one product or service to make sure you don't offer too many different products or services because that can get confusing to your prospective customers as to what your company actually does and offers. And there's no reason you can't start off by only offering one or two products or services and then building on that as you gain recognition and awareness in the market. Great example is probably one of the most uh, famous companies out there right now, Amazon. Amazon right now is known for selling and offering almost everything you can think of on this planet. But when they started out on the internet a little over 20 years ago, their primary product was physical books that you would read and they built from there. So just keep that in mind as you're defining what your product mix is going to be. Uh, And then the last thing is make sure that your description of what that product or service is is quite clear. Don't use a lot of marketing speak. So whether you're going to do this on your own or hire a marketing professional to help you describe what uh, your product or services are, keep it simple. The next step after creating your product mix is defining who your target audience is. So who is your target customer? And you really need to be 
precise and detailed on who your target audience is. So for example, if you're selling women's clothing and you tell me your target market is women, frankly, that is not a target market because it's too broad. And yes, you can narrow it down by identifying a particular age group or a particular income level. Those help, but I would argue that's still not enough. Right? So if you were to tell me, for example, your target market is uh, females between the ages of 25 and 45 with incomes of at least $80,000 a year, I would still say that's not enough. You know, maybe describe what their lifestyle is. So maybe they have an active lifestyle. They're very busy. Maybe particular interests uh, they may have. Those are the types of things that I would want to hear from someone telling me and describing what and who their target market is. And similarly to the product mix, it's okay to have more than one target market. But again, just make sure that each one is defined very clearly. Otherwise, you may not be attracting the right customer that you're trying to attract. And then the third piece to this is what is your value proposition, which quite frankly can be the most difficult to determine and flesh out. And when I say what is your value proposition, all I'm saying is you need to define what is the benefit or reason a prospective customer should buy your product or service. Is it going to save them time? Is it going to save them money? Is it going to make their life better, easier? Whatever it is that makes your product different or your service different from your competitors, that all needs to go into your value proposition. And it doesn't have to be very long. It can just be one or two sentences. I've actually seen value propositions defined in as little as just a few words. For example, there's a company out there called Grammarly, which is just an online tool to help you write a little bit better. You can just drop in a particular sentence or a paragraph and it will make suggestions to improve the grammar. And their value proposition is great writing simplified. So in three words, they've already told you that they're going to make your life simpler and easier by helping you write better. So don't necessarily think you have to write up an entire paragraph to define what your value proposition is. Again, as I said earlier, keep it simple. The simpler, the better. Once you have those first three items fleshed out, then you can begin to work on the nitty gritty details as to what marketing channels you might use, whether it's going to be social media, your website, email blasts, creating your own content. All of that can be worked on once you've got your product defined, your target market defined, and what that value proposition is to your target market. You'll also need to do a fair amount of market research to develop your strategy. And one place you can do that is on the good old internet, uh, but many local libraries have access to market research databases that you can use for free to help you determine some of those things, such as 
what is that market size? So we already talked about who your target market is. That can be great, but if you don't know how many people that are out there that meet that criteria, you're kind of selling yourself short because you really don't know <laughs> what your potential is. And also you need to know what the growth potential is of that particular market. I'd also argue you need to do some research and really know who your competitors are. And I don't care what business you're in, even if it's a, a business that hasn't been around for long, it's recently developed, you have competitors and you need to know who they are. And the last thing I want to leave you with is as you are building the marketing strategy for your company, don't forget about the seven P's of marketing. If you've ever taken a marketing 101 course, you're probably familiar with the four P's of marketing, which are product, place, price, and promotion, but there's three more. So let's go through each of those seven briefly. Product, obviously that's whatever your physical product or your service might be. Place is where you're selling your product, which can be online, brick and mortar store, in an office, or a combination of all of those. Price, basically how much you're going to charge your customers for your product. So part of that is determining what the right price is that they'll be willing to pay for your product or service. And of course, promotion uh, involves uh, the channels that basically you're going to reach your customers through to sell your product or service. Uh, and then the, the bonus three are people. So who are the individuals that are going to help you sell your products? And that can be both internal employees and external help that you get by outsourcing. Then there's packaging, which doesn't only refer to having a physical product. It's basically how you're presenting your product or if you're dealing with a service, how you're presenting your service to your ultimate customer. Uh, and then the last one is process, which is basically how you're delivering your product or your service to your customer. So keep all of those in mind as you're building your strategy. And, and as always, I'm going to finish by challenging you to, to take action. If you don't already have a marketing strategy, to certainly build one. If you already do, maybe it's time to take a look at it to make sure it's still up to date and reflects what it is you're trying to accomplish. As always, you can reach out to me for help and reach out to me on chasingnicholspodcast.com. That's all for today. Take care, everybody. The information contained in this podcast is for general information and educational purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for legal, commercial, and or financial advice from a licensed professional review. 